But um, nah, the umpire was, he was from the Bronx and he was talking about like the, the, the cash, the fast pitched off ball games that he umpires. Okay. He was like, yeah, bro. Nah, it's crazy. They, they'll fly. They will fly people in from the Dominican and shit and pay their, pay their entry fee. And then split the pot with them type shit. Because the pot the pots of in these like softball tournaments get up to like eleven grand. We're like, oh my god. And they're flying people from the Dominican Republic. Yeah, yes. and other places. Yeah, for like a weekend. Like just pull out. Wow. Up. Yeah. It's pretty That's amazing. crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of like New York micro ecosystems out here. No, there really is because yeah well new york i was thinking just of, switches well just to the of all of the like small worlds that are like so kind of intricate and thriving is, is kind of the point i was trying to make of like big money fast pitch men's league softball and then you have like you get a movie made like uncut gems where people are like oh that's so new york like yeah that's that's a new york thing where it's like like the different neighborhoods are uh like insular culturally unto themselves even like um in harlem uh, you go in first of all they're all dominican obviously i go to the dominicans but you go in and within about like 20 minutes like i'll be under the dryer and people will come in trying to sell you stuff yeah. and ready the stuff includes because it was during Halloween last last two times I went. Um, Halloween masks, toothpaste that they definitely got off of truck. Because and why are you selling me Colgate in the box? <laughs> um, other household products like cleaner, and then children's T-shirts, and just asking you repetitively, "Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this?" And like you just can't pay attention. But then some of the hairdressers will be like, "How much?" And they'll be like five bucks and they'll just take out singles, pay them, and they're on their way. And it's just like no other hair salons, like where else in the country are they just doing things like that? Yeah. Where that's just like a part of, that's just a part of how it goes. It's just like, I recognize the woman at this point. <laughs> she just yeah. has different products each time. <laughs> so I don't know. I kind of love it. It adds, adds character. Adds, adds some personality. Yeah. But it's like, we, I mean, what you get playing adult league softball in late November. You guys did well. <laughs> yeah, we did do well. Still was fun. <laughs> I I'm excited for the next one or not. I'm yeah. Yeah. speaking of cities with pockets. What did you think about the ends of Atlanta? Well, you didn't watch the season finale. You didn't watch the series finale. So what did you think about season four? Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting. I'm I'm waiting to watch that with my brother. But um, I season four so far. Mm-hmm. First of all, my one thing is I don't understand 
and I need to read more about this. Yeah, but the kind of spin, like the little spinoff episodes where, like, I think season four has the one, maybe it's late season three, has the one with the Trinidad or the Trini, uh, yeah, Trini to the Bone. Yeah. Best episode. And then Uh, season four, there's like the goofy movie one. Yeah, the goofy, exactly. And I could do with less of those just because the episodes, like, like peak the four way banter between that, like the core cast mm-hmm. is just, it's just gold. Like, I, I feel like at a certain point, it's wasted episodes. Like, I understand, Donald Glover, that you're very talented, but I don't understand why it's like part of Atlanta. Okay. This is what I think. Okay. And also, I listened to a podcast with his brother, who's one of the his head brother. writers and yeah. who has been one of the head writers since. His brother, I think, dropped out of school to come right with him on this, sh- on, right with his brother on the show. Mm-hmm. Cool. So he was saying they do. I think that when they think of this show, they don't think of it as linear. Like it's done mm-hmm. differently because they, first of all, they also have an all black writing room. Um, yeah. And then finally this season, they had one Latina girl <laughs> who's helping them write. Um, but I think they do this show because it is such a definition of what black life is. And that's the plot. Like that's their pitch. It's just Atlanta is a show about being black and all of its facets that are involved with that. And yeah. so I think those episodes are the show talking to itself, in my opinion. But I think the show just isn't supposed to be linear. And when you watch the last episode, it just feels like a really good episode of Atlanta. And it doesn't feel like a finale in the sense of, and now we're all hugging. Do you know what I mean? Because that's not how like life works. I like that. Yeah. It just feels like a really well done episode. I just wonder if it, at a certain point you're taking away from what is ultimately the show's biggest strength to me, which is like, actors on screen chemistry that the four of them have and we like we've talked i don't know if we talked about it on the pod or or outside just like the all of the other shows and movies that those actors have been popping up in and just like the way that they like the show's kind of journey has coincided with all of them just coming up yeah i love that so yeah um I think it's hard. I think that they have a, this creative direction that they want to do. And I think they execute it well. Like those random episodes, I do enjoy. That Training to the Bone episode is probably one of my favorite episodes of television. I've watched that it episode was really three times. Chilling to me. It was the chilling. End, the, the picture, like, first of all, yeah. okay, we talk about that. She was a ghost, right? Yeah. That was the whole thing. She was a ghost leaving the, the envelopes. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. That That is very, like, very haunting. Like, and we walked away being like, oh, got a lot to think about. Yeah. Did you see Black Panther? No, we'll talk about it. I'm going with all Ooh. of my family. I'm going with all of my family on Wednesday. In fact, like, you guys are my, gonna un- cry. You my guys uncle bought 14 seats. Movie. Incredible. I I saw it last week. I would say Winston Duke was one of the, was, was the person that stu- uh, stood out to me the most. He was sensational as M'Baku in the sequel. And for whatever reason... I have an affinity just for side characters. I've, I've realized that. Not side characters, but like a well, like Slim Charles in The Wire is an example. Like 
the wire, <laughs> the wire is just like very ripe with side characters that are just like drop a ton of bars, and you're just like, like a uh, Bron in Thrones. I think it is a good example of a side character that's just like such high efficiency with his with his uh, lines. And don't ever become a main character. <laughs> yeah, and it's like don't ever. Yeah, they don't ever fuck with the plot for real. Like they, yeah. they just stick around and they they or they stay solid. Like I I fuck with that. I fuck with that. And see, I just fuck with the villains because I'm like I see your I see your side of the world. Another, I understand another it. Compelling, another compelling villain. Right. Uh, don't you love a compelling villain in a storyline though? Yeah. Like, like that's the whole point. And I don't even think that it has to be a villain. It can be easily a conta- an antagonist can really make the storyline. But I've always said it with the villains. I kind of think the villains are they're misunderstood. Mm, yeah, mi- misunderstood. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the last Black Panther, I was like, <laughs> I mean, no, yes, Black last Black Panther, I was all over. I was all for Michael B. Jordan yeah. becoming the king. Let's go. Well, yeah, <laughs> wild to me. I just like I'm not a hero person. I don't yeah. think I'm not. I don't think that the good guys always win. I think that the villains and like the villains with a cause. I think they have a good <clears throat> chance. They have a good chance at getting what they want, and I think that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that they advance the story more than like the righteous heroes all the time. Right. Right. Um, like no one wants a righteous hero. Yeah, I think that you'll like. Um, I think that you'll like this movie. I'm excited. I love a good Marvel. Oh, no. Wait, I've never seen you cry. Really? Yeah. Cry right now. (laughs) I'm trying to think about something. (laughs) Cry on demand. (laughs) No one can see you. (laughs) Yeah. Nah, but it it was fire. It was fire. Oh, I also wanted to mention... I knew that Taylor Swift was very <laughs> influential and has been yeah. around for a long time. Okay, I'm, I might put, I might post the Shaq meme on on the pod. Like the I, w- I got to apologize. I wasn't familiar with your game. Like I really did not know the the numbers that that she was she was working with. I, no, I no, no, no. Do not get me started. I went to a marketing conference this past week. And during like the breaks of during all the speakers, that's all the women around me could talk about. What line are you in? Like, are, what number are you in line to get the tickets? I was like, y'all, are you kidding? No, it, was, it, then, made, your, it made your concert take hold up very well because that that's like that's an, that's a situation that's not worth it to me. Like, live are you guys Nation, okay? And 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 Live Nation and Ticketmaster are being investigated by the Justice Department as of like two days ago. So it's like it's. I was like, damn. Like, uh, <laughs> shit. She spurred a movement. <laughs> no, but I'm glad y'all are this is happening before a renaissance because, like, uh, this can't happen. I cannot I cannot be refreshing my, like, browser for hours mm-hmm. because the site didn't know that it would pop like this. And for Taylor Swift, I had one of my friends explain, like, why this tour was so big. And it's because her mm-hmm. last – she's released four albums since she last toured. And then her last tour was canceled because of COVID. So, like, she really, truly hasn't been out there in a while. But, uh, God damn. Yeah. But it's it's so wild to me, too, how, like, all of that music has just 
eluded my my ears. I feel like since fucking uh, <laughs> since like what was the one with um uh like twenty two and all that type of shit. I feel like that's the last time I that's that's the last album that was like inescapable to me. But I will say I get it. I get why people want to see her in concert. Do I need to see her as a twenty four year old woman? No. Like, we're still going to be singing songs that are shitting on John Mayer? That man has fucked, like, 75 women since he last saw you. <laughs> like, we got to move on with our lives. Also, this isn't the last thing I'll say. I'm on a rant now. Yeah, you, you are. Gonna, if you were going to be a hoe, can you be fun? Because Taylor Swift's a hoe, and it's not fun. It's not fun to me. Like, Taylor Swift is hoe music without the funny parts and without the, like, let's get this bag and run. Like, she's just, like, leaving scarves in men's cars and talking about it. I'm so bored. And she's dating, like, rich niggas. Like, she's dating, like, a Jake Gyllenhaal, a John Mayer, a Taylor Lautner. Like, you're going to date, like, the most famous men in the world, and you're not even going to make it fun? Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's one that I don't see. I don't, it's like the Beatles. Oh, I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> I'm, it's impossible for me to comprehend how... Uh, like how the Beatles were ever, were ever the biggest group in the world, but that's not my bag. The British invasion can't understand it. <laughs> FIFA World Cup this week. Oh, you like yeah. That yeah, I love villains, as I said, so I find it very interesting. I knew, I knew that, <laughs> that you would like the FIFA character. That you would like the like you would be sympathetic to like the Jack the Jack Warners of the world, for example. I just think like I mean I'm sympathetic towards him. Like the other like white European men, I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, of course no one was gonna investigate you for like fucking half a century. I just think it's interesting that soccer is the biggest sports in biggest sport in the world, and nobody thought to run a due diligence on any of this. Like, to me, that's just very interesting how, how you can be a scammer and go so far in life. And the fact that they're even interviewing the main guy on the dock, like, he's shameless. Absolutely shameless. Nah, I mean, listen, there, I are, bags, that. there are bags to be gotten by the, by gaining notoriety. Right. Like, straight and up. I thought it's that always been corrupt. Movie. It's not like it turned. Like, it was just always corrupt. Yeah, Exactly. The, the first dude I appreciated the most, honestly, the Brazilian dude, Havaland, even though he, uh, yeah. he he gave Bolsonaro vibes. Yeah, it's crazy, too, that the, the Justice Department knows he has is the one that took him down. The U.S. Uh, ruins uh, everything. Yeah, really, because but really because they snubbed us for Qatar, which was a uh, is a fucking nightmare. They're like, yeah, oh, my gosh. Um, well, starting with the fact that it's happening right now instead of the summer. Yeah. And so, like, they're, they've had to play these condensed club seasons. So, like, uh, so, there's so many top players that are hurt, won't even be there. Um, I'm just, like, very curious to see, like, what happens. It, you know? Because at the end of the day, probably not that much. Yeah, I didn't know until one of my man managers said something to me about it. And I was like, he was like, oh, are you going to watch the U.S. game? And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who are we playing? <laughs> and what? <laughs> yeah, well, <'cause laughs> like, in soccer. Years, I'm like, oh, shit, it's a World Cup year. 
The concept of sports washing was also, I just had never heard that word before. Maybe I had in like a history class or two, but I had never heard that. And that's why I texted you saying, wait, why does the U.S. sports wash all the time? Yeah. Like even the Super Bowl is a sports washing event. Like let's not remember anything that's happened this year and only celebrate football. And it's just, even the NFL in general, like they sports wash themselves. It's just like a weird concept. I had never thought about it like that. And it's interesting. I mean, it's, I, I think it's like it kind of an Americanized term mm-hmm. because it's like a lot of things like climate change, for example, like the U.S. leads this in- industrial revolution, which pushes the uh, global climate state or the global climate to such a state that they have to like really regulate everything. So then developing countries are trying to come up and they're like, hey, like, hey, what the hell? And so then from our perspective, uh, it's very um, <laughs> like these companies or these countries are so dirty and like have no, but you know, we kind of brought us to that point and are now yeah, uh, like bringing it back and with sports watching, like we are the biggest sports nation in the world. And that really pushed American culture kind of to the forefront of global mm-hmm. culture. Like, yeah, especially in a, like a, a modern way in the nineties, like my, like MJ, all that, um, dream team, whatever. But now that other countries are basically realizing shit sports is really good PR. Like, oh my, like F1, which is popping right now, partly because an American marketing company bought it six years ago and has just optimized it. Yeah. Um, Like there's a race in Saudi Arabia right now. There's, uh, they're trying to get another one there. Like uh, Saudi Arabia is doing like that golf shit, which is where I first heard the term sports watching. Um, but it's just very interesting, right? Because it's kind of like a a sort of a copycat type situation. And then the U S is like, there's this new thing called sports watching. And I think also we don't see it, but that's definitely, we weren't, yeah, but we don't have dictatorships in our countries. So it it seems less obvious, like, right. Like when they're talking about it happening in Argentina, and the stadium being a couple miles away from where they were one executing people and then two imprisoning people like dissonance of the States. We don't have something that's that blatant where, Oh, we're going to host the Olympics and we're, you know, racially cleansing and ethnically cleansing people from our country. Um, But we do have like a lot of other issues. And then we'll just, you know, like you said, have (laughs) the 98 dream team. (laughs) just like kill it like in like like in the olympics and get everyone gets a gold medal right like we'll have things like that and that's bizarre but what i did find interesting was that because sports have this really and soccer especially um have this pull with everybody it's like the one common thing that everybody can agree on because i'm gonna tap in but i'm also like what the fuck is going on guitar (laughs) <laughs> well, that, I mean, Qatar, I feel like they're kind of just throwing that in your face. You know, it's, sort yeah. of, it's kind of hilarious at the end of the day because it's like, it's the fucking World Cup. 
you know? It's like, yeah. they were like, listen, it's fine. We'll have beer in these zones. It, it's fine. Like what? And then two days ago, they were like, actually, no beer. <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to do? Move the World Cup? No. Well, they already did it. <laughs> so I'm excited. We'll see. But I'll keep watching the doc, and when I yeah. finish it, I'll come back with some yeah. more. I love a sports doc. I, I will not lie. I love a sports doc. I will not watch the sport, but ask me about both Magic Johnson's Apple doc and then watch me how I compared with the HBO Showtime show, and I have a dissertation to you by Monday. For real. Like, the, I love a sports doc. Have you watched the Manti Teo doc? That's another good one. No. I'll watch it. He's, that's one that we were kind of there for. You you might remember sort of hearing about that. He's this dude. Basically, he got catfished. Um, he played for oh. played football for Notre Dame. He was like a, a finalist for the Heisman. He was this like Hawaiian. Uh, he, he was there. He's Samoan. Yeah, he's from Hawaii. Um, and his girlfriend died the night before his senior season. Who who had never met. He was in a long distance relationship there. And he was like really devastated, and he like dedicated the season to her and balled out. Heisman finalist, very feel good story. Catfish. <laughs> I just because this is the thing. I think this is what I've deduced. This will end this little conversation on yeah. is that professional sports, professional athletes, not natural people. So naturally, they would have these like crazy lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, realistically, like, mentally and physically, you're not supposed to be playing at such a high level anymore at, like, certain ages. Um, and so I think when you're still doing that and that's your entire life, that's all you've known, it's really hard for you to be an actual person. You know? Yeah. Like, Top I don't grade. know what... You can't, yeah. Can't stay away. Or, uh, yeah, can't stay away. Yeah. You don't really know how to, like, do life. Okay. End of the world tweets. Okay, but that I actually saw one that was like Twitter's one of the very few places that hates Obama. Like, go try to post, <laughs> go try to post some shit about Obama on Facebook and see what happens. Yeah, that's true. Twitter does hate Obama, <laughs> but then they'll show a picture of him every now and then, like in the tan suit, and be like, "Oof, times were so good." Yeah. For real, for real. Since uh, I interrupted you. To talk about my fantasy team, my fantasy team hasn't won a game, by the way. So that's that's what I get. Oh, but I'm sorry. You hate to see rolling it. Rolling back out there tonight. We'll see what happens. Quote, you, she's fucked the weed man for weed. <laughs> a bitch that's fucking the text man for texts. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, someone said it. If you want to connect with me outside of Twitter, just look at the moon and know that I'm looking at it too. Because <laughs> people are putting their Instagram handles being like, connect with me outside of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, all those like, let's try to bring back real life community tweets. Were, yeah. We're bugging me because that's not what this is. And you know that. Like, people <laughs> act crazy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. like no but whatever okay this is another um, another all-timer barbers mm-hmm. <laughs> barbers need to make a rule fridays and saturdays only niggas that get bitches allowed in the shop 
man before me, 35 with the mohawk. I know he ain't got bitches, is the reply. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, this is also a good one. Twitter was cool because it was the only place online where you could at a head of state or a billionaire and then tell them to eat a dick and there was a high chance they'd read it. Yeah. <laughs> at Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon, man. Horrible. I, <laughs> I know, right? I kind of think this is how people on like MySpace felt. I don't know. I wasn't there when MySpace yeah. came down, but I imagine it wasn't as dramatic. It was kind of like gradual because Facebook was just becoming more popular. But mm-hmm. is this how people felt? I want some old millennials to tap in because, yeah. I don't know. you know? <laughs> oh, man. Me brutally murdered and found dumped on the side of the highway. Two 35-year-old women with a podcast. Okay, Murder Muffins, we got a real oopy-goopy spoopy story for you today. Squares, <laughs> Squarespace ad. Are you looking to expand your... And I'm sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I used to love murder podcasts in college. I would always listen to them. And then yeah. I was like, this is a really weird interest like i just would start this is really dark because and i could only listen to episodes this is also very dark i could only listen to the episodes where it was murder i couldn't listen to the ones about missing because i hated that it was still an open case like that would annoy me to no end so i needed to know if the i could only listen if the person was dead yeah i uh so weird to me be great happy thanksgiving hopefully twitter's still here when you're back but if it's not we'll have to go to tumblr Hopefully my hamstrings aren't still tight from playing shortstop today. Really, TMI. 